Hello, all beautiful ones out there. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of Inspire to Rewire. Today's episode will be interesting. I would love to break some of the teachings that we all have been taught. Break some myths about what we think we know. For that is what we've been taught to think. But that is sadly not always the truth. Nor to the benefit of us. I am well aware that the media loves to terrify the public about certain subjects and install fear in us. Not only the media in this case, but even higher authorities that claims to have our best interest at heart. Like for instance, how dangerous the sun is. The evidence of the health benefits from exposure in the sun and D vitamins are overwhelming. Even though all this evidence is out there, The majority of the people are putting sunscreen on themselves, including their kids, as if the sun was a foreign invader that is here to hurt us. I can to some extent understand all the fear and protection in this case, since this is what they teach us and not too many of us choose to spend our own free time doing some digging around regarding many of these so-called myths. Besides, how do we know If a myth is a myth, how do we know where to look for something and to call it out as being a myth? Because so many of us trust in our governments and just believe that they have the highest intelligence and interest towards us. Which is another myth as well. So, where does one start? Let me start by giving you this information. Our son is the supreme giver of all life. And the sun is the absolute greatest source of energy existing in our solar system. When the sun hits all our plants, they grow. They get charged by the sunlight and pass the energy of the sun down to the soil. This information is easy to stumble over throughout all the documentaries that is out there regarding our plants and planets. Just as water is the source of all life, the sun is the source of all water. It is not until the hydrogen radiating from the sun merges with the oxygen of the Earth's atmosphere that water can be created. When we are exposing our different body parts to sunlight, we trigger different biological DNA reactions and activations in our bodies. For example, by exposing the male reproductive area to the sun, it is shown to multiply testosterone hormone levels in men by up to 300%. Exposing different areas of our face and head to sunlight stimulates our brain's pineal gland and hypothalamus glands to produce neurotransmitters which supports overall mental health functioning. There is literally nothing dangerous foreign or invasive about our sun. In fact, researchers are showing the quite opposite and are now identifying how blocking it rays may actually increase the risk of heart attacks and dying. Please let me do the honors and share a few tips with you how to optimize sun exposure. Cut out all vegetable seed oils from your diet. 
Start early in the morning to build up a tolerance and use a natural alternative for your skin, such as coconut oil. Don't wear sunglasses at all times. Limit your time of wearing them. Because your eyes are an extension of your brain. When we go out on a hot sunny day, the sun is being monitored by the eye. And and the message is being sent to the brain. When the sun is very hot and strong, it gives a message to the skin to close up little receptor sites so you don't burn so easily. But if you wear sunglasses, you can burn a whole lot easier because your brain didn't get the message that the sun is hot. So it can't close the little receptor sites. Our body and our nature is very connected in more ways than we can imagine. Once you open your mind towards this and see just how connected we are to Earth and its nature, I am sure you would go about things a little bit different. There is so many plants out there in our nature that has a lot of abilities that is very effective in our bodies as well as on our bodies. But to get any knowledge about these various subjects, you have to have somewhat of an interest or maybe be pushed to change. I have learned that people have the tendency to change in four different situations. People change when they heard enough or when they have to, when they see enough that they are inspired to, when they learn enough that they want to, or when they receive enough that they are able to. These four situations push people into change. The reality is that when you are not changing, you are also choosing. And I hope that I can inspire you enough that you will want to. I do feel like it's my responsibility to share what I know and have learned along my way. And I am still and will be in the process of learning until my last breath here at Earth. So, moving on, there is another little myth bubble I would love or like to burst, and that is fluoride. There are several studies that have shown that fluoride can cause everything from gastrointestinal issues to an impact on the development of the brain. There are many studies that has been published showing about the neurotoxicity of fluoride and the damage it has to the brain, and especially with the children. Neurotoxicity is damage to the brain and the nervous system that is caused by exposure to toxic substances. The medicinal use of fluorides for the prevention of dental caries began in January 1945, when community water supplies in Grand Rapids, United States, were fluoridated. However, water fluoridation remains a controversial public health measure. To conclude that available evidence is is, suggests that fluoride has the potential to cause major adverse human health problems, while, while having only a modest dental caries prevention 
Industrial safety measures need to be tightened in order to reduce unethical discharge of fluoride compounds into the environment. There have also been a number of studies that link fluoride to cancer. Fluoride is another make-believe that they have indoctrinated us with to believe that it's good for us. And so many people actually believe this to be true, that they aren't even open to hearing the other part of the story. I stopped using fluoride toothpaste approximately seven years ago. And throughout this time, when I went to see my dentist, and please, may I put some extra emphasis on that? One of the first things that they say is how little dental caries I have. Between my dentist visits, it goes a year, if not more at times. And they say the same thing every single time. You have very little dental caries. I don't tell them that I use a toothpaste that is fluoride-free until after they utter these words. And just as they make me aware of how little caries I have, they also say every time, even though after I told them that I don't use fluoride, they say that I should highly reconsider to use fluoride as if it's good for my teeth. (laughs) Me, I start to question them and ask them, Have you read anything about this outside of school? Do you know anything about fluoride except what you've been taught in school? This is a topic I think that dentists, as a dentist, you should actually look into before you make any recommendations because there are so many studies out there. So I think that you should, your patients should be the, at the interest of your heart, shouldn't it? And now when I give you this, maybe that would be something that you, you would reconsider and actually look into. Maybe, just maybe, what you were taught in school isn't what is true. Or maybe it's very outdated. Because there are so many studies out there about this subject that I think that dentists should be the first ones knowing about. But I have learned that this is rarely the case. Many of the belief systems that has been indoctrinated in all of us can be very hard to break or question. Because many of us are firm believers within the beliefs and are comfortable within our habits. And we have been so heavily conditioned to believe what we have been taught. We get these beliefs pushed and lectured into us from various directions. In school, our parents, our doctors, our dentists, the governments, the media. When we hear all of these different myths from so many different people who are supposedly experts, we trust that what they say is true and don't even second guess it even though maybe we should or to make our own research within the field. To discover that what we've been taught throughout the years isn't true can be a hard reality to open your eyes and mind to. It's not only to get you know to notice that they have told us one thing that is not true because once you start to have the interest about these things, you will find a whole lot of information of things that is not true. And if all of this isn't true, what else is there that we don't know? Many of us are so hardly conditioned with these beliefs that it has become a part of our identity. We become the messengers of these beliefs to all the people around us. And to learn something new is also to admit to the new teaching you accumulate. 
It can mean that we need to own up to the people around us that what we knew was wrong about our previous knowings. And that this can be very hard for many to admit. That what I knew yesterday isn't what I know today. Because today I actually know better. Many people just reject new teachings and close their eyes and ears towards it. (laughs) I can at times see the three monkeys in front of me. The ones that hold their ears, mouth and eyes when I talk to certain people. It's like they don't want to believe that what I'm telling them and they call me out to be a conspiracy theorist. They have such a strong trust in our higher authorities that they highly believe that they would never do something like this or that. And that is just another myth bubble to burst. The sad truth is that the truth isn't always pleasant to hear or understand. Even though all the evidence is right in front of us, we still choose to neglect it. That's how hardwired we are with what they've been feeding us for years. There are so many myths out there that they have made us believe, just to name a few other myths that has been sent out through different avenues that I would like or maybe recommend you to look into is COVID and the vaccine. And this one is a big one. They did it well globally and got everyone believing this quickly. The whole world stopped. Vaccines in general, we should look this up for ourselves and then decide what vaccines we want to give our babies as well as what ones we would like to take for ourselves, if any. Birth control pills that mess up our hormones and the side effects of them. All these different uh, diagnoses like HD&D and all this other thing that just keeps increasing and being pushed out as a norm with the medication that they are quick to prescribe to both young and adults. And these medications are very addictive. A lot of the things, the clothes that we put on, the products we use to clean our homes with, the makeup, the skincare, the hair care, the furnitures, the plastic, the polyester, the pesticides, the EMF radiation. I mean, the list is so long, it's ridiculous. There is just so much. What we put on and in our bodies actually matters big time. If we put a little bit of chemicals here and there throughout the day that turns into years, what effects do you think that this will have on you? I can often get a response from people, but I don't feel sick or I'm doing great. And I'll ask them, do you really think they would be so dumb to give you something you would react to immediately? That's how they outsmart you, little by little in everything they do. This topic is actually so much bigger because it can go so much deeper than I have. There are so many myths and lies to break because there's just so much they have been feeding us with for years. Please, just do your own deep dive into different subjects that might interest you. I would like to encourage you to please take a look at my website iamangel.se. I have a blog there where I post about some of these things and a page that is purely dedicated to documentaries and other interesting things that I have watched over my time that has made me question a whole lot of things. Please keep your mind and eyes open. It's for your best interest only.
And please, may I remind you, if you have kids, you have the responsibility over another person's life. You have to make changes for your kids to adapt the same changes. All of this BS of crap that they sell us always stems down to money, power, greed, and control. So, the following question might be, how does one get away from all this? It can be both time-consuming to do the research on it, and it can be expensive to find other options as they aren't the norm. But let me tell you this, the time that you will spend on doing your research or digging into these subjects is actually going to be an investment in yourself and your family. You're going to break some things in your family line. And to find alternatives, depending on where you live and how your budget is, can somewhat be of a challenge. But nature is our best provider, including our best healer. Please, let me remind you of how connected you are to nature. Our nature is our best medicine. We have been blessed with so much, yet we aren't aware of it because we've been taught the opposite. Our beloved earth offer us as individuals and the collective a lot of healing, both mentally and physically. And we all need to crawl before we can walk and we need to walk before we can run. So please be kind towards yourself on the journey of the discovering of the truth. So, with all that being said, wouldn't you agree that it's a smart idea to educate thyself on what is what and how all of these things affect you so you can take control of your own health and mind? Do you really believe that the ones selling you what you think you need and why you need it has your best interest at heart? The list of myths is long, but one that I would like to say is the biggest myth of them all is you. Who and what you are. I stumbled upon and I heard something like this from a girl speaking about it. I can't recall her name, but it went something like this. The best way they gain control over the most intelligent and powerful species on the planet would be to completely divide them from the love within themselves and the knowing of what powers they behold. As soon as we are old enough to begin to create an understanding of who we are, they force us into a system that teaches us that it's wrong to be ourselves. They confuse us with our biological makeup so that we believe that permanently altering our bodies is the answer to happiness. They require our daily attendance at institutions that makes us focus only on the information that is provided from them. They make us attend these institutions from the age of five until we reach adulthood. And we repeatedly get tested on the information that they provide us with so that the information becomes our truth. They give us an explanation for everything so that we never ever have a chance to make up our own assumptions of the world. They scold and humiliate us if any of us dare to suggest an opinion that opposes that of our authorities. They keep reminding us how cruel our ancestors were to each other in the past and broadcast how cruel they are to each other in the present moment. 
They only show us tragedies on the news so that we live in fear and think the worst of one another. They even have us convinced that our species used to be of an incognizant wild animal. They make us believe that our existence is incredibly random, so we lack purpose and struggle to make sense of a creator. They feed us that we are as smart as we have ever been, so that we don't question the integrity of the system that we all live in. They provide us with idols with artificial beauty, and they use them as an example of what it is to look perfect. So we will never be content with our own appearance and can't help to compare ourselves amongst each other. We believe in this so hard that we put ourselves in debt to go under the knife to strive to look as what we have been sold. They have created digital platforms that rank us by numbers so that many of us base our self-worth of the amount of followers we have. Here's where the beauty industry comes in as a hoax and a myth that has been and still to this day is being sold to us and so many of us is buying into. All of this BS. They feed us throughout the years with a whole lot of BS and showing us why their BS is true. They have doctors, scientists and a whole lot of higher authorities on a payroll so these different people can tell you and prove to you that their truth is the truth. By speaking in terms you might not understand and showing you the studies that they made on media outlets that they own. I would like to give a big audio hug to all the doctors, dentists, scientists and all others who go against the system's narrative and does studies on their own and have their patients or the human race at the best interest at heart, who dare to speak up about all these subjects to let us know how little we actually know. Not many of us are aware of who and what we are, since we are so occupied with all that they feed us with that there is no time to sit down in silence and reflect. To be in silence is so rare today and yet so important. Because when you are in silence, you are then able to hear yourself. And once you tap into who you are, they won't be able to control you the same way because you won't allow it. You will see through the matrix. The matrix is there. It's all around us every single day. The movie The Matrix wasn't a movie, my friend. Watch it again, but this time watch it as a documentary. The big issue we have today is that the ones with all the money doesn't care about our health. Everything, I tell you, everything is interconnected and intertwined. Each industry collaborates with the other. The more of us who become insightful about ourselves and the life here on earth, the more of us can come together and make a change within every aspect of life. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. I'm going to finish this off with a quote from Victor E. Frank. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Namaste.